Hey, hey, I'm Danielle Ryan, and this is Adulting 101. You're listening to episode 163, How to Get Past Rejection. Being an adult is stressful, and this podcast was specifically designed to help you navigate the crazy world of adulthood. So buckle up, and let's get into the episode. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the podcast. I don't really have much to share in terms of like a life update this week. Things have been... Just me sort of navigating back to whatever my new sense of normal is and figuring out some interesting changes that might be coming into my life. But I'm not going to get into details of that until anything is finalized. So I'm just going to go ahead in lieu of me talking about whatever's going on in my life and just hop right into the episode. This week, I want to talk to you about rejection because it sucks a lot, but it's something that we all deal with in our jobs, in our relationships and anything else that sort of got away from us in our lives. We have all been there and it just is not a good feeling. And it can be hard. And so I had a conversation with a friend last week that sort of got my wheels spinning when it came to this topic. And I thought that it would be a really good one to bring on to the podcast because I haven't done an episode about rejection since back in the first season of Adulting 101 back in 2017. So it seems pretty crazy. Three years later, I'm coming back around full circle. And yeah, basically I was having this conversation with a friend and she was asking me if I had ever experienced rejection or experienced failure in my life. And so I told her this story about how right when I got out of school, I was offered a job interview with a pretty reputable company in the sort of fundraising sphere. For those of you who don't know, my background is actually in international development, so sort of charity work, working in not-for-profits, that sort of thing. So I had this interview at this like major not-for-profit charity and I had at least three, if not four people who already worked in the company give me like personal letters of recommendation in the hiring process. I went in, I had the interview and I absolutely bombed it. It was like I had never done an interview before. I didn't rewrite my resume specific to that job description. So it looked like I did not have any relevant experience. And I just absolutely did terrible at answering any of the questions appropriately. I was not prepared whatsoever. So long story short, I didn't get the job. And at the time I was like, well, what the heck? Like I have the same qualifications as all of my friends who work here. We all went to the same school in the same program. And here I am, I can't even get hired by this company, like life is so unfair. And so I was telling her this story and how that really sort of shaped me into learning like, okay, well, when you go for a job interview, like you actually have to be prepared for things. And it taught me lessons that I was able to then carry forward with me in the future. And so we started talking about how rejection is hard because it hurts our ego. And it's so, so true. And then that got me thinking about relationships with people and rejection when it comes to relationships in our lives. And you know, it's interesting because there is a really fine line, I think, between insecurity and narcissism. Between these thoughts of no one is ever going to love me and everyone has to love me. And so sometimes we get so upset because someone says they don't want to be with us. That we create this fear of, well, I'm not going to put myself out there because I might get rejected. But in that case, we're almost putting out this message as if everyone is supposed to want us. And the same applies with jobs, right? Like that seems really obscure. I don't want to apply for any more jobs because I might get rejected. Well, yeah, that's because not every job is for you. And so the truth is, is that there are so many people and so many jobs that we're not going to be a fit for, but that is okay. 
we aren't for everyone, but it doesn't change how good you are fundamentally as a person. And so you can't be placing your value on other people's perception of you. Does that make sense? Rejection isn't easy, but it certainly doesn't have to be as difficult as we make it out to be. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about how to navigate it because it freaking sucks, I know. But the way in which you respond to rejection is going to be the thing that determines your future. So are you going to allow it to hold you back? Or would you like to utilize that chance to grow stronger, grow more resilient, and to be better prepared next time? If you're into the latter, let's look and hop right in. I have three tips this week about how to get past rejection. All right, so friends, tip number one this week is to think about the big picture. How do you want to live your life? I want you to start thinking about that. Like actually, would you rather, because of this rejection, these rejections that you're experiencing, would you rather shy away from other opportunities in future because you have this fear of failure? Or would you rather just continue to keep giving it a try anyway? Honestly, what's more scary, being rejected again or living the rest of your life trying to shelter yourself from the future potential of being rejected? This example might seem really extreme, but I want you to think about it. This example puts things into perspective, at least for me it does. Because doesn't it seem really awful to think about the rest of your life as being someone who is afraid of everything? And maybe you don't think that sounds awful, that's fine, but to me it sounds even scarier. The thought of never trying at all, of never growing, of never learning, of never experiencing something new about yourself or about how the real world works, it is through rejection that we grow resilience and how we learn what's not working and how we can get closer and closer to this better, more improved version of ourselves. Like I think back to my nine to five job, I bring this example up a lot, but it just speaks so true to this experience. And when I was in that nine to five job, I was always trying to get out. So I worked in like administration and I wanted to be out in the field, taking samples and working in the lab and doing that kind of stuff. And every time I would apply, well, most of the time I couldn't apply because the way the union worked, but there was this one time and a girl was going on maternity leave and I applied and I was put against this external candidate who had worked at the company before. So she sort of had like an in that way, I guess. And so they interviewed me for this job. I aced the interview because I actually prepared for this one. And essentially they sat me down after and they were like, Danielle, we're gonna go with this other girl. We'll call her Jenny, that wasn't her name. We're gonna hire Jenny because Jenny has done this job before and it'll just be easier for us to train her. But we want you to know that if Jenny wasn't here, we would have hired you. And so that rejection really hurt because it wasn't speaking to the fact that I wasn't qualified for the job. It was speaking to the fact that the circumstances just were not playing in my favor. And so that really, really did not sit well with me. And so at the time it seemed like catastrophic, like this was terrible, so unfair. But then as I'm recording this episode and I'm thinking back on this experience, I think about how I probably wouldn't be here where I am right now today if I hadn't have got rejected from that job. Because if I took that year long contract, a lot of other things happened in that time period, my life would have led me somewhere else. And so I think about rejection and I think about how well it has really shaped what I believe is available to me because I didn't even know that I could quit that nine to five job, that I could start a business, that I could transition into anything different than what I was doing. And I think if I had have just followed and checked the boxes like I was trying to, my mind may or may not have been open to what was truly available. 
And so this really leads me into tip number two, which is to learn to reframe the rejection. Because you see, rejection is never really about you. It happens to literally everyone at some point or another. But the easiest thing that I often see, and this is like human nature default instinct, when we are faced with rejection is we slip into this mindset where we tell ourselves, I'm not good enough, I'm so stupid, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, approaching your defeat or your rejection with this attitude is only going to further hold you back and further impede your ability to get past that rejection. Because the plain truth is no one else is going to pick you up. Sure, you're going to have friends and you're going to have family that are going to say, oh, no, you're wrong. You're awesome. You're going to get it next time. But ultimately, it comes down to your decision to decide that this person, this job, this situation just was not right right now. But it doesn't mean that it's going to dictate your entire future. You are the one who has to make that decision. And so it's important in these times to reaffirm the efforts that you have made and remember I have pushed myself to the limits. I can get past this. And by exercising this compassion for yourself, you begin to see the new possibilities that are provided by this misfortune. Again, it's this idea of if I can't have this thing, I will just create something else or I will just seek out something else. And so a single case of rejection or even multiple cases of rejection do not indicate the end. Not getting the job you wanted or being rejected by someone romantically does not discredit who you are as a person or the skills or the attributes that you have to offer. It is not the end. Rejection is not the end. So remember, one incident or one individual is not reflective of all of that. All that you have, all that you are, it is simply just a single piece of this entire puzzle. So let's compound that idea with tip number three, which is to seek the learning opportunity. And I've said this over and over again already in these last 10 minutes. Rejection does not have to be the end. Our past is a part of our future. In fact, rejection can really serve as a humbling experience because it reminds you that you don't know everything and you don't have everything. And so every partner, every job, every friendship is merely a mirror of what we needed at that point in our life. And so if we have to let go of those things or we don't get to keep those things, that is okay. These experiences are the reason we are who we are and that we are where we are. We need to celebrate the journey, scars and all, and if we learn something from our rejection, then it wasn't a waste of time. So be sure to give thanks and be grateful for the wounds that you have so that you can heal and move forward. With the right mindset, rejection can serve as an opportunity for motivation to do and to be better. Sure, you lost that opportunity or you lost that person, but what did you learn from it? What can you do differently next time? And what is it that you want? Resilience is a learned skill. We learn it through rejection. And I'm not saying rejection doesn't affect me anymore because it does and it hurts when it happens, but I am just a lot quicker to recover, to figure out what it is I'm learning and to move on than I used to be. That's for sure. So whether you learn about areas in your life that need improvement or you simply recognize that being turned down isn't as awful as you imagined, rejection can be one of the best teachers we have. And it's a part of our freaking human experience. So it really brings us back to reality and it gives us a chance to ask ourselves, what do I even want? I want you to use rejection as an opportunity to move forward with more wisdom and to appreciate what this rejection has given you along the way. I hope these tips were helpful. I hope that this episode was helpful. If it was, please feel free to share it with a friend. 
I always love to hear from you on Instagram. So if you did enjoy this episode, reach out to me, send me a message and we can chat there. That's at Lifestyle by Design Studio. That's going to be it for today. I will talk to you again next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you get notified when new episodes go live. Make sure to rate and review this podcast and be sure to share it with your friends. I'll talk with you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Love you so much.